1: Everyone, that was off-key. My daughter would not like that. Lucky Lefty Pod, I'm your boy, Sean Davis. Left, where you at? Left, where you at? I'm looking for you. We right here, we right here. Got the- yeah,
2: yeah, the- yeah we we so in the full effect
1: on the Lucky Lefty Pod. Boy. more boys in the building, brought to you by nor Whiskey, norwhiskey.com it is that premium american whiskey HonoraWhiskey.com. and if you drink by all means make sure that you do so
2: responsibly you have
1: to do it responsibly fantastic show today once again thank you everybody for your continued support i mean we're breaking down low records each and every month apple podcast spotify cfb nation in conjunction with irish breakdown all of our great content. Leave five stars. Leave your comments. We appreciate everything. It's the Lucky Lefty Pod. Yes, we spin it, spin it, it different. different.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: absolutely man it was there were only 28 days in february and we're still breaking records bro only man, 28, unfortunately
2: man only 28 unfortunately
1: 28 was a spec. it was you turned 28 28 days special month last night breaking records because of you ll nation we greatly appreciate you we're going to take a ton of your questions today <laughs> let why why do Notre Dame fans maybe you guys can help me with this? Why do Notre Dame fans do this? Left, you know me, left I'm a huge Notre Dame fan, right? But I'm also a Chicago Bulls fan. Yep. Black White Hawks, Sox fan. White Sox Bears. So you know, University of Illinois. So games will be on, and I'll I'll comment on the games. Or I'll say something about a Bulls game, like last night. The playing the Detroit Pistons probably without their top four players. are all hurt. Bulls are up 20. I turn back. It's a two-point game with 40 seconds left. And I tweet out, the fact that this is a two-point game is absolutely ridiculous. It's <laughs> laughable. And you know what somebody replied? Should be a pretty good show tomorrow with C.J. Carr visiting Texas A&M. And I'm like, what does that have to do with what I just said? Like, What? Like like if you just wanted to say that to me, just say it. Don't they, respond they want, they,
2: want it, they want it to be a story. They want the story to be addressed cuz they want to hear your opinion,
1: Sean. Like dude, don't respond to my Bulls tweet. My Bulls rage tweet with no the name. That's like mixing, that's not a good mix, right? That's it's like mix, good, it's
2: it's kind of Chicago, mini no, Chicago.
1: That's like mixing Hennessy and tequila, bro. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Keep the only mix you can do Hennessy and Patron, you know. Just, just keep them separate. <laughs> but it was crazy. I was like, what is going on? And then to find out that CJ Carr is going to be in a seven-on-seven tournament at Texas A&M, and he's not visiting texas a and i A&M, I'm like, man, first of all, because at that point, now I have to go do my research, right? Yeah, now, yeah, now, now you put me on the hunt. Because I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Now I have to go do my research only to find out there was much to do about nothing. There was much to do about nothing. So for me, it was just like, look, when I get on the show tomorrow, I'm going to let all the Notre Dame fans know. You want to tweet at me something, tweet at me. But don't respond to my Chicago sports thoughts with Notre Dame thoughts. It just gets tricky, man. And I was raging last night. I was raging last night. You know, the Blackhawks traded Patrick Kane. That's the end of an era. White Sox are just the White Sox. The Bulls, oh, bro, this, I need to trade cities. Maybe I need to move to Ohio.
2: Man, you'll, you'll, you'll be a great sports fan for a long time, man. We have a, a, a lot to offer, you know, from from the book football to the, the baseball aspect. You could be uh, south. A uh, professional sports fan in, in Cincinnati, or you can be a northerner and like Cleveland sports and that sports market. But if you're an Ohioan, a true Ohio sports fan, you like it all. We got the Reds, we got the Bengals, Houday, mm. Indians, Ohio State. Even look, we even got the Matt. Marcus Freeman came from Cincinnati. We got what?
1: Yeah. So yeah. you if you like sports from Ohio. We got you. You be a happy fan. What do you think, LL Nation? Do you think I should be fair weather and switch over to Ohio? Ooh. And, and partner with my boy Left. Ooh, don't let he's me. Trying to, he's trying. He's trying to pull me over. That's right. That's he's right. trying to wait. Wait a minute. You said don't talk about the music.
2: Yeah, because we got that too. We you if we want to throw in music. We got that too.
1: Yeah, I I know you're not trying to compare <laughs> Ohio. We're you, you're not doing that. You're you're, you're, you're smarter than that. You're smarter than that. You're not comparing Ohio now, unless you're going like old school Ohio, like Roger Troutman. That like if you're going legacy, Bootsy Collins. I mean, if you're going legacy, yeah. Like I know the Ohio legacy now. Like I'm entrenched. (laughs) I'm entrenched in music. (laughs) <laughs> i've been to, i've been to cincinnati cincinnati for the festival a couple times yeah and hey, we got something for you Sean. anything I you know, get, we, you ain't got nothing for me it. i already know i already know i already know but you know we got we got our earth winning fires that's right we got that's our right. kanye's yeah you guys know
2: kanye's is, is is a is a culture shifter not a hip-hop artist it's different
1: come on man there you go moving the goalposts you heard what Kendrick Person Perkins said about moving the goalposts for MVP, right? <laughs> there you go. I am a, I am extremely knowledgeable of Ohio's music history. Extremely knowledgeable, you know. But you got Shaka Khan. You start coming with like the caravan. Don't we? Don't need to go to the gospel side because we got gospel. I mean. We got R and B. We got hip hop. I mean. You know that's just Chicago, and don't make me go to like the rock groups. Oh yeah, the yeah. rock and roll groups from yeah. Chicago. Mm, I don't think I, you want to.
2: you got some flavor. Yeah,
1: man. yeah. Chicago music is kind of special. It's kind of special. It's kind of special. The Midwest in general, I don't think Midwest gets the love it deserves from a musical standpoint, and so much focus on, uh, of course, Detroit but Motown, New York, Philly. Because Philly was huge. Uh, Gamble and Huff, Teddy Pendergrass, all the groups that came out of Philly. When you talk, started talking about L.A., they, they get most of the love. But definitely places like Ohio and Chicago, St. Louis even, deserve a lot of love when it comes to what they've added to the history of music. No doubt. <laughs> Anthony Solomon said, don't fall for the trap, the Malice trap." <laughs> oh no! Wild said, "Move to Detroit and root for the No." That combination. What's the worst city combination right now? That's a good question, LL Nation. What's the worst sports city combination? Detroit might be the worst right now because the <laughs> Red the Red Wings aren't what they used to be. You got the Lions, you got the Tigers. Detroit's treated pretty bad. Yeah,
2: Detroit, they they are more consistently uh, pretty trash. But I don't know. Orlando's pretty bad, too. The Magic ain't been nothing.
1: Uh, I mean, they really don't. They only have, what, one team? The Magic? What else well, do they have? Well, I was thinking Tampa and Orlando together. So you're just combining, like, low uh, Florida. Because the Mariners aren't that good either, aren't they? Well, the Mariners are out in Seattle.
2: No, I'm not the Mariners. What's the Tampa The Tampa team?
1: No, the Tampa Rays are, are man, great. The Rays are nice. The Rays yeah. are great. They've been great for, like, the past decade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're, like, always battling for first place in the uh, AL East. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, man, they're the only people really holding it down for Florida. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The Rays, because the Bucks is, you know, not worth too much. I mean, Tom Brady got the Tampa. Someone That's says Garland Doxie said Indy. Pacers have been mediocre Pacers. for a long time. Yeah, but they're young and they're coming. They have a lot of young talent.
2: Halliburton's like nice.
1: Halliburton's nice. Mathurin is nice. I, I like their young talent. I like their young talent. Plus, they play in a bad division. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But Minnesota, but their, but their talent isn't better than Cleveland's young talent.
1: Min- Let's well, see, the Minnesota Wild have been pretty good. The Twins have been pretty consistent mm. in the last decade. So it's hard to say Minnesota. I would I would definitely say Detroit is worse than Minnesota.
0: Mm.
1: Jay Henry says Toronto. I don't – the Raptors just won an NBA championship, right? What, well, three years in- ago? That was like three, four years ago. The Blue Jays just went to the playoffs with their young talent. Toronto. So it's kind of on the cover. Really? And then the Maple Leafs are like sh- original six royalty in the NHL. I don't, I don't know. Shout out Drunk V Gold. That's right. Chi-Town. Kirby Puckett. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> oh, you're right. Pittsburgh. Man, thank you, Josh, for the boat. Yes. Pittsburgh's pretty average right now, bro. As a sports Mm. town. The Steelers are the only thing holding.
2: Now, Mike Tomlin is the only thing holding that thing down.
1: I I think because Crosby is at the end, coming to the end. Mm. Yeah, because they're like four or five years removed from, I think, winning a Stanley Cup, the Penguins. I can see Pittsburgh being debatable. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. I am garbage man. The Broncos and Rockies both stink. That's true. Right now, Denver at – but they do have the Nuggets, though. They're the number one it's team number in the West. Team
2: West. The
1: number one team in the West right now. So if you're in Denver, you're riding with Jokic right now on the crew. Oh, yeah, heavy. Yeah. You got
2: Sean Payton at the they Broncos. They just got Sean
1: Payton. Yeah, they did. Turn around real quick. Yeah, yeah. See, even down in Houston, the Texans stink, but you got the world champion Astros. And they won twice. Yeah. And, yeah, the Avalanche, thank you, Coach Vic. The Avalanche did just win the Stanley Cup. They've had some injury problems. That young defenseman has been um injured a lot and out of the lineup, but, and Coach Vic, yes, we do get more, we get credit when you download the podcast, you have to download the podcast, I saw your earlier comment, so we're going to start the show off, we'll get to Notre Dame shortly, but, you know, we it's Thursday, baby, it's Thursday, so you know what that means, that means we were watching Snowfall last night, that's what that means, like, there is no Thursday show Without us watching snowfall last, night. Wait, it's it's tonight. Yeah, it's tonight. What do you mean it's tonight? This
2: dude, are you kidding me? No, it's 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 Wednesdays. Or are you talking about Thursday
1: nights? It's Thursday nights. Snowfall is every Wednesday night left. Oh my god! What are you see? This is why about it last. This, th- I got, this is why I constantly send reminders via text to left. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Life gets busy. Oh my
2: goodness! Did I miss I missed it? Oh my god! Damn this man. is
1: one of the best episodes.
2: It was good too.
1: No, bro. Okay, we
2: save for tomorrow. We gotta save it for tomorrow for the Culture right. Friday.
1: Okay, save it for it makes sense. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay. I can't believe this, man. Every Thursday we talk snowfall. Oh, dude, I can't believe it! And this dude talking about it come on Thursday night, does? You know darn well snowfall comes on Wednesday nights, man.
2: I definitely, Coach Vic is absolutely right. I watch it on Hulu, like the commercials. So I always try to watch it like right after the uh, premiere. And I, you know, I fell asleep last night, you know, and all that. But you don't have DVR? No, Hulu. I just I just watch it on Hulu because it it I can get right to it. No commercials. I already pay – Thirty-four ninety-nine, because I had to add the stars to it, because stars went up in Nalo Man, these subscriptions is getting crazy.
1: <laughs> said, get... said left is distracted by LeBron's injury.
2: <laughs> now LeBron's honestly injured, but he's he's the greatest player of all time. So he's gonna try to work through it to get to the playoffs, so they can face
1: the Kings. That's all they want.
2: They just want the Kings.
1: If that's what you think. <laughs> and if that's what you think. Were
2: well, they only three and a half games behind right now?
1: I have tough scratch coming up. I think they play Phoenix this weekend on national TV. That's an L. <laughs> that's an L.
2: <laughs> we got AD playing good right now. He didn't even have 30 last game. On, they
1: lost. No, they beat OKC.
2: Yeah. But they got really spanked
1: hell? by Memphis. You know, we put job ja moran on the petty train today. Oh my God. Yeah, we just wait, people. Petty That's trains will be full today. Petty <laughs> trains gonna be very full today. It's been crazy. Yesterday was crazy when it came to crazy <laughs> news.
2: <laughs> like the story is so odd that it's like, man, this is immature. Like the whole thing is so immature. <laughs> <laughs> Like John Moran, you're a multi-millionaire. I was just on the phone with your family on some other business stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> let me let me ask you a question. Because I'm sitting back and I'm watching Snowfall, right? So I won't get into it. Please don't. But, be, but uh, I'm inspired. In I'm inspired by Snowfall. The reason okay. I'm inspired by Snowfall. Because you're watching like a fractured family, right? Right. And so when I was contacted about the CJ Carr thing, and I started doing my research, and I'm like, what? Let me tell you the thought that I had. This is before I found out. You know, I'm texting, looking up stuff. And I say to myself, I almost came to a a point of resignation in my thoughts, because I said to myself, well, if he really is opening things back up, can you blame him?
2: Mm.
1: Like, if he's watching what's transpired over the last two weeks, can you blame him? Now, that wasn't the case once I found out what was really going on with the information. But as we get ready to spring forth, and finally we got the schedule, the 22nd of March is the first spring practice, and then pro day, I believe, is the 25th, three days afterwards. Last year, the pro day was the day before the first practice. So they've changed things around a little bit, but going to spring with all of these visits and everything, I just found it strange that, uh, I kind of resigned. I was resigned to, if things start to fall apart in certain areas during the spring when visits and commitments are supposed to be rolling in. I would kind of be resigned that it would be a residual effect of certain things that have happened. I wonder if the fan base would feel the same way. Not that, not that I would feel okay with it. I'm not okay with it. But would you kind of say to yourself, eh, eh I understand it. I get it. You know, would you be more lenient? If you heard a kid in the 24 class say, I'm opening things up after what has transpired in Notre Dame recently.
2: Um, Just interesting
1: in, in, in how fans would view it.
2: Seeing what's was, was happening, I think uh, for a place like Notre Dame, having that much volatility is, is kind of common. So it, it would shy away some people who were committed to the school for different reasons. You know, I think CJ's influence with from Tommy really is a heavy reason why CJ committed as early as he did. Not that he didn't like Notre Dame early, but his commitment early, I think had a lot to do with Tommy just because of how things went down. I mean, they had a real conversation about what they were going to do with Dante, who's the class above him. Uh, his teammate on his own seven on 17, uh, you know, there was definitely um, an influence of of uh, a preference that came from Tommy that probably gave CJ a real comfort mm-hmm. uh, into committing as early as he did because that's a year and a half before you even think about going to school to the point where they even start, talked about him possibly reclassifying. you only reclassifying if you think you got a real chance at something and you, you're supported by the people that make those decisions, which, you know, coming to find out seems like we had a Eric, uh, situation where Tommy was an assistant head coach, too, and offense coordinator. So he was operating on that side of football, making all the decisions, apparently. So um, I think it you can't be mad at kid for thinking about his decision a little bit more. Uh, you don't want a situation like Peyton Bowen who couldn't make up his mind and seemed like when, you know, it felt like he was uh, telling us he was committed to Notre Dame. So I think there's a, a way to go about it, but, you know, if you don't want to be there, you don't want to be there. And then with the transfer portal happening, how it is now, what do the fans think about the guys on the team that leave after a year? or after two years. I mean, is that the same as a kid, decommitting or never coming? So just things to think about.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
0: That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: And then it passed once i got the right information i was like okay okay that's good so i also went to check out saint ignatius versus westinghouse last night the sectionals down at De La Salle high school they take on fenwick in the super sectional on the sectional finals on friday night i'll be at that game as well you have just uh justin scott for saint ignatius the 24 class, and then you have Nate Marshall in the 25 class, who's another defensive line target for Notre Dame. He also plays basketball, and he'll be playing for Fenwick. So it's going to be fun to see those big two dudes down low battling each other like they battle each other on the football field. And just so you know, Nate Marshall was the Catholic League defensive player of the year. That's right. He beat out Justin Scott this year so he's a dude he's a dude so both of those guys be going head up to see who makes it to the super the super sectional to make it down uh downstate for the march madness ihsa boys basketball so it's gonna be a very exciting night i will say this he's excited he's in a really good space right now with everything emotionally that he went through in january with his recruiting just really great space. Um he did say this, like, yo, I'm I'm ready, I'm ready to just get it over. You know, I'm ready to take my last one or two visits and 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 see if you know the decision I made is the right decision. Like that's that's where he's at. You know, he's still very much in the same space. And you know, a lot of people are reporting that Georgia is surging and this, that. He hasn't talked to anybody. It was like, it's not like he's sitting here talking to coaches. and that He's been playing basketball, man. And that's been his focus. So, it, it, we got a laugh out of it, too, because I jokingly was like, yeah, I heard, uh, you know, you had a dream school down south. And he was like, <laughs> he laughed. Like, dude, look, I talked to this young man January last year. And he out told me. And I have proof that I can still bring up. The one offer that I'm waiting for is Notre Dame. Mm. So all look all this other stuff that's being reported, I can't tell you what somebody said in another conversation. I know what's consistently been said to me, right? From this young man, you know, and anyway, that's it. I I want him. I want him to go to the, the championship game, like play. All the way up to April. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? that win a state championship. You know, because honestly, this might be the last ride. I don't think people realize that. This is this is his last ride for basketball. He's a junior, but this is his last ride because he's an early enrollee. Yeah. he he's he the, there's no other chance for him to, to to play with his boys. You know, so yeah, I'm, rooting, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them. They beat Fenwick during the regular season. So, they should have a pretty good shot. So, I'll tap in with them again Friday night.
2: Yeah, I mean, shoot, it's it's definitely emotional, your last basketball season before you start your football career at yeah. school. So, you know, there's going to be a, a, a different type of energy, a different type of emotion, but, you know, definitely want to go out on top.
1: You don't think about that. Like, because you early enrolled, right? And we were talking yesterday, it took, like, you guys are so locked in. And Robert Hainsey talked about, like, if he didn't early enroll, there was no way he would be ready to play first game against Temple his freshman year. I enjoyed my senior year, bro. Well,
2: the second, The second half, right?
1: Yes. The second half of senior year is the best is the best. That's what you go to high That's school. Well, dude, do. I know at that point for me, I had enough credits to graduate after the first semester, so the so second really semester, Dude, yeah. literally. No, I'm, I'm not even lying. I had cuz so you know, you can have a lunch and then you can have a service period. I don't know if they did this in Ohio. Service oh, okay. period is when you went to another teacher's classroom and like you helped her grade papers, you ran errands Thank for you. them. We Get had. To, I went
2: to Catholic school, so that was we had to do service projects. So I did Habitat for Humanity in the summer.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I had do literally my senior year, I had a lunch and like two service periods.
2: Oh, back to back. So you taking a long. So life. I had
1: like three lunches because <laughs> one of my service periods was with my baseball coach.
2: Oh, so you in the gym. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't
1: care if I came. Dude, so I was yeah. like, I had...
2: <laughs> you roaming the hallway, senior year, you just living.
1: Oh, senior year, I was driving to Hyde Park, getting pizza. I was driving downtown, getting lunch. Yeah, yeah. Driving across the... During school. During school, driving across to see girls at Whitney Young, like I was, yeah. Yeah. That's why dude. I don't know if I had a scholarship and an opportunity to early enroll. Like you he guys, I was like, "Man, I'm having too much," because <laughs> <Definitely. laughs> I knew what was coming. As soon as we got through Christmas break, I was like, "Yo, this is about to be on and popping." Like, I get prom is like, because uh, I went to junior prom anyway, so prom missing prom wouldn't have been anything. Well, yeah, I think things are looking up. Like, despite, and that's what I really want to get to. That would have been resignation. If the CJ, if there was uh, something to the CJ Carr tweet that someone sent to me, but with all of that, what's springing forth, in my opinion, and what's going to spring forth, we're about to see how powerful Marcus Freeman really is. That's my opinion. Yeah, I think with everything that's happened, we're really about to see who he is as the leader of a program yes because i think this team is going to play their tails off in 23 and i think this recruiting class is going to end up being one of the best recruiting classes notre dame has ever had really absolutely absolutely do absolutely with even with everything that's happening i really think there's going to be one thing i will say this staff is going to be unified Yes, you know, and I know there was a good staff last year, but there was a little bit rogue. That was kind of a rogue vibe going on on the staff. We don't have to get too deep into it, but there was like, I'm here and this is my guy. And that was obvious because once a certain coach left, that guy left. Yeah. So it was kind of like coach Freeman, the guys he hired and then that guy and his guy now it won't be, everything's much more family on the coaching staff right cuz all of these gaduli with Marcus previously knows him Joe Rudolph with Marcus previously great guy knows other got people he recruited I want to say four or five of the offensive linemen that are currently in the offensive line room. All of that matters. And I just think it's going to be more co- more cohesive with the coaches this year. I really, really do. And I'm not here to judge. I don't think we can judge whether or not Jared Parker or Gerard, as you call him, Gerard Parker is an upgrade over Tommy Reese, but, I do think we're going to see Marcus Freeman's strength as a leader, as a mentor, and as a coach. I think you're going to see him come through with flying colors this year. I really do.
2: 100%. I think, if anything, he's got his guys. So uh he's he's developed that comfortability with the guys he's surrounded himself with, had an actual hand and 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 picking most of these guys, even Gerard yeah. Parker. Maybe it was a little funky how that process went, but still the fact that he was there and and Marcus Freeman knows him. This is not a stranger, you yeah. know. And I think uh that combined with the recruiting and, and him being able to withstand the storm of what was going on in the news to how his recruits respond and still uh, believe in what he's doing. So I think he has a confidence uh, in himself, you know, that he's addressed some of the recruiting issues. we got a quarterback in, we got a quarterback coming, we got a quarterback after that. So we shouldn't have no problems. Right. And then you bring in O-line guy who you can rely on. He's been around. He, He's he's well trusted, so you're not losing too much on that end. And just being that, you know, you are able to handle things as 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 good as you can, I think, uh helps him uh believing that he can get the job done. I think Marcus Freeman's in a real good position. He's checking that schedule and checking it twice and and seeing the victories that are definitely uh attainable this yeah. year. Especially yeah. those top three games that we need to make sure we seal our our, our fate on so we can get into these playoffs and, and further. But uh for us, I think uh as a fan you should be excited because Marcus Freeman is
1: excited about what's coming up this year. I think Marcus Freeman is pissed off. I'm gonna kick it, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Okay. I don't speak for him, but if I look, if I was Marcus Freeman. I will be ticked off. Ticked off at what, though? Come on, man. We don't have to go into that. Well, I mean, you know. You know, you know, you know.
2: But like we said, look, he, he has culpability in, a, in, a, in some of that as
1: well. On the response to. Parlay that. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you talking about taking one for the team? Yeah. Are you at the press conference? Yeah. All right, if you want to um, throw that at his feet. All right. But pissed off in
2: the direction of trying to go to the playoffs or just at the the circumstances he's
1: facing. No, knowing what he wanted.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To win in
1: 23. and And what happened. Yeah. That. I would be ticked off. I would be ticked off. And I would be like, you know what? That's all right. That's cool. Don't worry about it. I'll rock with them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how I was. Like, you know, I was one of the best in my neighborhood. I'm talking about grammar school, high school, in my neighborhood, right? You know, on your blocks, like four or five block radius. You know, I was like that dude, basketball. When we go to the court, you get there late, everybody's picked their teams, and it's just you. And you're like, oh, man, wait a minute. Y'all, my boys, y'all not gonna pick me up. Oh uh, yeah, you know so what? A... You know what? Don't worry about it.
2: Don't, Don't worry about it.
1: Who got next? Yeah. Who got next? I'm running yeah. with you. No, no, no. We good. We good. And now, and now you guarding them 94 feet. Exactly. 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 It's like, no, 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 we're good. No, no. Y'all, man, keep your team. Yeah. I'm rolling with, I'm rocking with y'all. I'm running with y'all. We're about the man. About the bus. <laughs> exactly right. And your boys are like, man, why are you playing so hard? Hey, Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm just playing basketball. I'm that's what playing I want to give to
1: our team. Right. Check ball. Yeah, yeah. Ball. That's, what, that's when you check ball like five times. Check ball. Yeah, check. Check, check. ball. Stop talking. Just check. Check it. Check
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> you throw it to the side one time. Make them chase
1: it. Absolutely. 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 And I think that's the mindset that Marcus Freeman has right now, man. I really do i think he's locked in and you're going to see the very best of marcus freeman in all areas as a head coach moving forward and springing forth at notre dame lucky lefty podcast apple podcast spotify don't forget our youtube channel smash that like button go ahead and subscribe share let everybody know most of all hit the notification bell you'll never be left behind every time we go live or post something you'll know cfb nation and conjunction irish breakdown home of the misguided passion it's the lucky lefty podcast we right. spin it different i got some happy film for left you know we love to make left happy when it comes to film we got some happy film with left and then we're gonna have left tell you since we're probably like 10 minutes of uh content short because this dude didn't watch snowfall Oh, man, I'm left.
2: sorry, man. That's crazy.
1: We're going to let left. left right after this. We're going to let left tell you why the hot is so vitally important for Notre Dame at this point in time. Lucky lefty podcast. We spin it. David.